Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On Second Watch, where we first explore our nostalgia for a specific movie and then rewatch it to share our new experiences. And we're going to take a trip overseas because I think this is our first quote unquote foreign film. This is 2008's English language French action thriller film, Taken. It is written by Luc Besson and Robert Mark Kamen and directed by Pierre Morel. Time and out. Are you saying, is it Luc Besson? Luc Besson. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, bro. Yeah, it's Luc Besson. What did I say? Besson? <laughs> Besson. Luc Besson. Sorry. I should have should have guessed he's French anyway. Um <laughs> the I, I pretty much only know these guys from the fifth element. That's kind of where my Yeah, I just assume you were just gonna edit all this out. I was just trying to give you a heads up. That's how you pronounce it if you wanted to oh, redo I don't care. it. Yeah. No, let me show my ignorance. That's fine. <laughs> Dan's not here, someone needs to look stupid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Wow. And we'll leave it at that. So this uh, this nostalgia review comes from a request from Mike, who answered the call to donate towards Dana's fundraiser earlier this summer towards the Angioma Alliance. Uh, this was one of his favorite films and asked if we would review it. And I said, of course. And if anyone that doesn't know what a cerebral angioma is, they can head to angioma.org to learn more because brains shouldn't bleed. Uh, before we get too deep, let's go around the virtual table. We'll introduce everybody, and let's uh, we'll go with the last time that you watched this film. I'm going to start with Carrie, who officially, as of this episode, becomes one of our official permanent co-hosts. Woohoo! Woo! I'm trying to think. I saw this movie like pretty much when it came out, but it's been a hot second. It's another one of those movies that, like, when I'm flipping through cable channels and it's on, I'm like, oh hell yeah, and I like put it on, but I don't remember the last time i've seen like more than a 15 minutes like stretch of this movie but uh i enjoy it so yeah awesome uh chris how about you last time i watched taken wasn't that long ago um to be honest i think it was in the past two three years i have it and i've always enjoyed it so i threw it on and yeah what about taking two and three and you know what's funny uh no one haven't watched the tv series and second I haven't watched any of the sequels, to be honest with you. Which is oh, no kidding. surprising. Yeah, I should hmm. at some point. I'm going to put that on my list. I've seen Taken 2. Taken her? Taken yep. 2? Take t- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when, when does it eventually just become Taken-ed? And that's just it. <laughs> well, the third one was Taken-est. So I think that one's next. Dana, how about you? I don't know the last time I saw it. It was 
probably at least five years ago. But this is one of those things that I know saw it in theaters and definitely every time it's on, I've watched it. So, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with the movie overall, I think. Do I remember it all? Probably not, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Well, you remember this movie more than you do Con Air. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Well, um, as I mentioned, Spaz is not here with us today. Um, It's his birthday week, I guess. He's been taketed. He's been taketed. (laughs) Taketed by alcohol. (laughs) So if anyone wants to wish him a happy birthday, I might tell him. So we'll see. Um, (laughs) So I must have seen this the last time with Dana, but I don't recall when that might have been. It's been a while, but we did see it in theaters and I remember kind of being shocked by it. I didn't know what to expect and it was just a very, very fun action film. Liam Neeson in this kind of a role was was fairly new. Obviously him being, you know, he's had action type roles before. You know, in my wheelhouse, we have Star Wars and Qui-Gon Jinn but, and Ra's al Ghul, but he didn't really have a very predominant role in kind of in, from, in an action sense. So this was his first role that I think really kind of set the stage for the next several years of him and his kind of the roles that he played in the movie. So it's definitely one of those things that I think took a lot of people by surprise. I think it's definitely just a lot of fun. I agree very much. Liam Neeson's. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to Liam Neeson, I think the only other big uh, actor is Maggie Grace. Yep. I don't, I don't know if this is an early role for her because I know she's quite young in this film. Um, let's see. What are we talking about? 2008. It was after Lost. And Maggie Grace. Yeah. I mean, she's two years older than most of us. So. Oh, geez, she is? Yeah. Oh, good wow. Lord. No yeah. way. Yeah. To let everyone know how old we all are, we are all majority born in 85. So she, she was born in 83. Oh. Wow. Okay. Didn't I had that. no idea. I'm going to probably screw up the name but also the the wife she's quite popular that's famke jensen jensen right yes yeah i forgot i'm sorry yeah um if you guys you know her from goldeneye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep nope. yep oh Anatov. Nope. yeah mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> yeah Z- what's it zanya on a top and the innuendos that came oh god so many oh gold. and then she was in the remake of house on on it Ellen. That's a different podcast. That's a, just a 45 minute rant from me. <laughs> <laughs> we got time for that. We definitely have a lot of time for that. Oh, man. So, this movie had a budget of 25 million and made a little bit over 226 million in the box office globally. Uh, I think it, it's, it came out at the end of 2008 overseas and made its way distributed to the United States in the early parts of 2009 and did huge numbers in America. So they definitely had some success there. And I guess just for comparison's sake, they spent $50 million less to make this movie than they did Con Air, and it made more money. <laughs> so There is no surprise with this. <laughs> uh, you know, just, just saying it, you know, Con Air is Con Air. What are you going to do? <laughs> Let's jump into some, some nostalgia. What's, what really hits you about Taken? And I, I started talking a little bit about Liam Neeson on this, but uh, for you guys, what's what's really something that stands out in this film that uh, you remember today after seeing it, you know, several years ago? What what makes this film unique? I, guess. I would say the snappy one-liners. There's a lot of really good one-liners from this movie that there I really love. are. Yeah, I think Liam's. I mean, this character alone just there's a lot like very quotable moments. You know, it's a flesh wound. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Gosh, there's there's so much that. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, there's so many one-liners that are are really good in this movie. 
and he has probably and, one of the most famous monologues of all time when he's he's talking mm-hmm. to the kidnapper, you know. Yeah. Oh yes. That's been mocked and spoofed so many times. I mean, if there is a meme with Liam Neeson, it is always from this movie. Like, I don't know if I ever see him in anything else out in the internet world, you know? Clash of the Titans? <laughs> Dark Man? Uh, no one's seen Dark Man? Okay, just me. Mm-hmm. It's Pretty a good much. movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> you guys should watch it. I'm a sad sap, so I always think Love Actually, but sure. <laughs> Also, I don't think there's very many gifts from Love Actually. But Probably maybe not. I'm wrong. Not not with him, at least. I still remember watching this movie and just being completely captivated by it. Like I couldn't stop watching it, and I still feel that way whenever I see it. It's just like it's something I have to stop and watch no matter what. So I'm curious if I'll feel the same way now. It's kind of edited in a way that you're just on the edge of your seat the whole time. It just yes. one thing after another takes you know his. He discovers one thing, takes him here, takes him there, and you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, the, the, the topic itself of, you know, human trafficking and obviously it's, it's scary stuff and it's very real stuff. They had to go on a, uh, hey, Europe is not that bad tour after this film came out because I think it, it started scaring people. And I, Liam Neeson himself, I think he did a PSA that it's, it's still cool to go to France. <laughs> you know, it's just I, I think it's yeah, it's just how it all kind of comes together. You're just you're seeing just things build on top of each other and just. Just watching the action scenes just elevate on top of each other. So it, it's just uh, edge of your seat entertainment for sure. I'm really curious to see how I'm going to feel because when I last saw this, I don't believe I was a parent yet. So I think that my opinion of the movie may either strengthen or become a little bit different depending on that just because my perspectives change so much. So I, I find that to be something that I'm kind of looking forward to rewatching this movie as well. Especially having girls. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down now and say our girls are not allowed to tour to Europe to go backpacking and follow you two around. Nope. <laughs> In fact, they're not allowed to listen to you two. I'm saying that now. <laughs> you know they'll still be making music when they're that age, though. Well, of course they were. A little haunting. Yeah. Oh, it'll oh, be that's a, terrifying. They'll be the ones like uh, Futurama. They'll have their heads in jars and they'll still be doing stuff. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, I almost just sang again. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> Dana just encouraged us to sing. What were you going to sing? Uh, no, no, we're not no, even going just there. What, what, no, no. Was let's just YouTube move on. Con? Yes. But let's just keep moving on. All right. So I have, I have a number of shout outs and nostalgia that people shared. The first shout out I want to give is to the company Sticker Mule, who I've used many times in the past to purchase stickers, not just for this podcast, but other things that I've done in the past. They jumped in on our giveaway. And at the end of August, they're going to give two winners a $50 store credit. So a total of $100 is being given away from Sticker Mule. You know, you can make your own stickers, coasters, labels, um, hot sauce, which is actually really good. It is really good. Thank you, Sticker Mule, for that. Uh, $100 is a huge giveaway. And they have some awesome, high-quality products. And that brings our total giveaway amount to $450 right now, which is sweet. Awesome. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I will be going live at the end of August to do all these giveaways. So everyone, everyone's welcome. I'm going to have some fun with it just to experiment. It's just another thing to try and see how it goes. But I'm looking forward to giving all these prizes away. And people have been getting involved on Twitter and uh, playing our games too. So it's, it's definitely getting some traction. People are having fun with it too. So hey, I'll just keep going. One thing I did want to mention is Sticker Mule is doing something on Twitter right now. It's expensive to advertise on Twitter. Even promoting a single tweet is, I don't know, 
minimum of 50 bucks. So instead of them spending thousands of dollars to promote their own tweets, right now they're just saying for every tweet that they make, if you retweet it within 24 hours of them posting it, they're going to pick one random person from each tweet that they make and give a $500 Amazon credit to. And they've been doing this for several months now. They'll just, they'll tweet the most random things like, uh, what do they say? Something was about lima beans the other yeah. day. <laughs> they said like lima beans don't get enough credit. Bam. Someone's getting 500 bucks for that tweet. So it's just, they're, they're a very fun company to pay attention to. So I wanted to give them a shout out and thank them for being a part of our giveaway. And I'm excited to give that away at the end of August. Yes. And, and maybe going off of one of their tweets as well, because I'm going to shout this out. Maybe somebody will create fortune cookie ice cream off of their most recent tweet. Fortune cookie ice cream? Yes. Like the flavor of fortune cookies or like cookie dough, but instead of cookie dough, we're just going to have like some like generic fortune cookies crush up in there and probably some part, parts of like paper. You can kind of eat your ice cream, <laughs> pull out I part of a minus fortune. The paper. Yeah, because I was just saying, it's like a fortune cookie ice cream kind of idea. And I got to dig through my ice cream to find like my fortune and how much like how lucky I am going to be solving a problem in six months. And it's all soggy and wet. And my lucky number is 15. I'm going to be a little pissed. <laughs> It'll be in like a little capsule. And I'll eat it without knowing it. And then, you know. Wow, I'll have a bunch of all those paper products in my stomach, end up at the hospital. It sounds like a lawsuit, Dana. I don't know how comfortable I feel about this now. Well, just think about know. the x-ray. It's like, what's going on, Doc? It's like, well, uh, looks like you should befriend somebody and be nice to your neighbor. What? <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, I actually had Chinese food a couple of days ago, and I cracked open a fortune cookie. There's advertisements on them now. Yes, what? there is. I was like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I always, I, enjoy, I always enjoyed fortune cookies for what they what they were and stuff. They're kind of fun. We all know they're cheesy, but I'm like, why is there advertisements on my fortune cookie now? It's my fortune to go to like www.allergymedicine.org and buy some like Allegra or something. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I I'm res, I'm resenting the fact that I'm being advertised that via fortune cookie. You know, I got one one time and it said eat more kung pao. Like really? Well, did mm-hmm. you? Mm-mm-mm. Well. You know, when I was hungry again, 30 minutes later, probably, but. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. That was. The, <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, go to Twitter, retweet that, get right. a 500 bucks. That's, you yes. know, that's that. <laughs> and don't make fortune cookie ice cream or do it. See, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I don't Whatever. Well, no, their, their whole point of their tweet was fortune cookie ice cream, million dollar idea or billion dollar idea. So you're saying it is not either of those. I'm thinking it's a potential lawsuit if someone takes it to the level <laughs> and puts a bunch of paper in the ice cream. Like, oh yeah, dig through your ice cream. Or Dana's idea with the capsules. There's people like me that inhale their food and yeah. And we can all use a little bit more fiber in our diet. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet, sweet Christ. <laughs> anyway, shout out number two <laughs> is going to Retrostatic Radio. They're a group that was on our Kofi page and actually pledged and donated to us. So thank you, Retrostatic Radio. And what they do is they recreate classic old-time radio. What they do is the re-recordings uh, with a new cast to bring the spirit and magic, the golden age of radio, back to the podcast era. And they donated to us and with the comments of keep being awesome. So we're going to try. Try is the ideal word there. So definitely a big shout-out to them. Thank you. If you want to check out what they're doing, you can go to ko-fi.com slash retro static radio 
And they have some sweet commission offerings, uh, such as a photo, signed scripts, or you can even pick episodes or movies for them to do next in their old-timey radio broadcast. Definitely take the take a look at them, and thank you for supporting us. The third shout-out goes to Grim Yells at a Cloud, and he's uh, a comedian podcaster who goes by the name of Crazy Drunken Elf on Twitter, and you can go to GrimYells.com. And I've I've been talking with him for a while now. I don't know how long, but uh, I I came across his his podcast, and he is Chris. I think you'd like him. He's um he's sarcastic and has some good quips and thoughts on the world around him. One of his recent episodes was titled "Anger Issues." It's another reason why you'd like him. <laughs> Perfect. Um, he tries to talk about a topic and then goes to a side point. And then dives into a side point off that side point, and then somehow still ends up back on topic. But he's funny. He's he's very entertaining, and he supported us as well. Thank you, Grim. Check him out, Crazy Drunken Elf on Twitter. Uh, check out his show. It's just it's very entertaining, and I I've subscribed and I listen to it every time he releases a new episode. My last shout out goes to Splat O Noodles. Uh, this is Lauren. She's a graphic artist from the UK. Uh, she's also on Kofi at Splat O Noodles. Um, she's attending university which I think that's the way they say it in the UK. At least that's what I learned from Forky on Disney+. Plus. But anyway, <laughs> so she's a, she's a student uh, with a lot of potential and dreams of making a living with her talent. Check out her art. Her illustrations are amazing. Every time I see them, I keep thinking, man, I'd really like to redo our podcast art and her style. So maybe I might have to clean up our, uh, our look and feel with, with some of her art. But take a look at Lauren. Buy her a cookie on Kofi. Uh, she's a great artist and uh, really engaging and fun to talk to. So that's my shout out to Lauren at Splato Noodles. Uh, that was five shout outs or four shout outs. Yeah, that was four shout outs. That's a lot for me. So if anyone else wants to shout out in a future episode, go to oswpodcast.com slash Kofi. That's K-O-F-I. Get a shout out in the next episode. We'll link to your podcast, your site, whatever you have in our show notes. Now jumping into some nostalgia. Some people had shared some of their thoughts with us as well. Uh, this first one comes from the Paul and Griff show, who also shared some stuff from Conair, and I believe they're the ones that shared the Ryan Gosling and and Bunny Ears picture for Dana. Oh, thank you. So thank you. So thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Dana thanks you as well, even though she's not going to say it. <sighs> I'm just glad somebody did that. I mean, they told me before we started recording that someone actually started throwing pictures of Ryan Gosling and holding a rabbit or having some type of rabbit affiliation in his photos our way. And it just makes my day because yeah, Dana's going to love it. And so is Carrie. I'm crying right now. We all know for the record on this recording that Carrie and Dana love Ryan Gosling. So, so much. (laughs) (laughs) So as, as they just verified, the more photos of Ryan Gosling, probably holding other type of animals, lovingly in his arms our way for dana and carrie it'll preferably just... shirtless zoomed yes. into their his eyes yes yep <laughs> oh mm. yep the more you can send our way like that it's just gonna make their day 10 times better just keep them coming guys thank you yep yep so, <laughs> the uh the paul and griff show uh they can find them on twitter at Paul N. Griff show. And they said, personally, the best moment is when he's on the phone with his daughter and you think he's about to give her advice on how to escape, but no. He simply just says, you're going to be taken. He's pissed and calm at the same time. And without rewatching, that scene sticks in your mind. Brilliant! So, um, <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree. That's the, if I think of taken, that's the scene I think about. I think it's a, 
what most people think about. And I Definitely. believe totally. every time I was looking for a gif I'm taking, that's pretty much it. It's, it's that scene. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the most notable scenes of this entire movie. So, yes, I agree. Since, since chills down your spine. It, it sure does. Second piece of nostalgia we have comes from Geek Exploration, the podcast. And they are at Geek Explore Pod on Twitter. And they said, I remember being surprised by Liam Neeson in this movie. I had never thought of him as an action star, even after seeing him as Qui-Gon Jinn or Ra's al Ghul. But in Taken, he's proved his chops and it seems to shape his career for years after. So, yeah, I said that too. <laughs> Maybe I read that and it just stuck in my mind, but yeah, uh, very much so. I agree. And then the last piece of nostalgia I have comes from Maria on Facebook. Um, some people think Con is the greatest movie known to man. Same with Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, some people don't. But Maria says that this is the best trilogy ever. Hard to decide which of the three I love best. Only Liam Neeson could play the role of Brian Mills. So there's a super fan for you. That's awesome. Well, great. Now I got to go watch the other two, seeing how I just got accolades. <laughs> um, I mean... Nope, too late. Doing it. Oh, okay, it's queued. Too late. Uh, yep, I'm gonna look it up. Where to watch it now? Let's see. You know what? Just watch all three in a row. Just go for it, man. Well, it's probably better than watching the uh, the Matrix sequels. <laughs> Did you ever finish I... the third one? No, I didn't even start it. I had enough of uh, the second. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh, apparently you cannot stream this without paying money. The worst. Well, that's a challenge. Okay. Can I buy it on Amazon? Don't mind me. Just keep doing your thing. Okay. Doing a little shopping now. I'll keep doing my little podcast. That's <laughs> yep. fine. Yep. All right. So if anyone else wants to leave their nostalgia, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, give you a chance to leave your nostalgia and we'll read it in a future recording if, uh, if we like it. <laughs> I'm glad Some you people... added that in there. Just saying. Well, I mean, I, okay. So I went out to a number of Liam Neeson fan groups and asked for people to share their nostalgia and, and people responded with just like, cool. Nice. I like it. Great. Cool. I could really use that. It's very helpful. Thanks for your contribution. But then Maria had to say this was her favorite trilogy. So at least I got that. I was going to say, that's a good thing. What if somebody just hates it, though? Like, would you feel confident sharing it? Just so much hate. Oh, I welcome it. I welcome the hate. We should, because we should get both sides of it, you know, both perspectives. I agree. I, you know, I've, I've been trying to encourage people, if you disagree or dislike something, let us know, because not... Everyone responds differently to entertainment. Exactly. I don't know. I just had a com- I just had a conversation with a group of people about the Mario Brothers movie. So, there's something for everybody. Yes, Dennis Hopper as uh, as uh, uh, Bowser just makes yeah. my day. <laughs> oh my god, that movie! I've, okay, I've already committed. You guys don't have to do this. If I want to talk to myself, I will. But for Mario Day next year, which is March 10th. M-A-R-10. Get it, Mario? Um, I am doing that movie. So if I'm going to speak to a wall, that's fine. But if anyone wants to join me, I am rewatching Mario Brothers. No, I'll watch it because that's at the the precedence of like how bad video game movies will be for years to come, in my opinion. (laughs) Like they couldn't just stick. I'm not. Nope, not doing it right now. Nope. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, and there's so many people in this movie. Right? Oh. It's, it's so weird. Anyway, that brings us to Over Under. And unfortunately, since Spaz isn't here, uh, in typical MMA fashion, if the reigning champ doesn't show, uh, he forfeits the belt. So, sorry, Dan, you don't get a chance. 
Because he's, he's, he's not the overall champion. He's just last game's oh, champion. Just last game. He's he's the reigning champ. Right. It doesn't like the... really matter. It's like a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, he yeah. Every squirrel gets a nut, right? Exactly. All right. Congratulations. You participated. Here's the trophy. You won that time. It really doesn't mean anything. I'm just so concerned because I've only played once and I did horribly and Dan was the only one that did worse than me and now he's not here as my safety net. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, I completely bombed last um, over and under game. Like, I think I got one right for Conair, maybe two. So, um, let's 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 take a look back. Yeah, bust open lane. your Excel sheet. Well, yes. always, my Excel sheet <laughs> is boy. always open. Do you have a pivot table for me? Could you Ooh. send it? Could you send it my way? Maybe Dropbox it. I'd like to analyze the data. No, you can't handle my Dude. Visual Basic code in Excel. This is Chart Boy. He has it all. Chart Boy is like the worst superhero ever. <laughs> 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 fighting, fighting crime with bar graphs one at a time. Sorry, Look Jim. at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I have three. I got three. Fantastic. Cool. Thanks for the nickelback rendition in my head now. I know. I almost started singing it for you. I've seen it. Yeah. I love that video. Oh, nickelback. Our Canadian champions. All right. Let's uh let's let's do this. Question one. One of my favorites is how many people does Brian Mills, which is Liam Neeson's character, kill? in this movie and is it over under 30.5 I'm not gonna ask again every goddamn time why is there a half a body in here Tim you're exhausting Chris (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just beating this dead horse so hard but anyway you know one of these days we're gonna watch one of your silly little horror movies and there's gonna be a half yeah you're absolutely right so I'm just I'm just setting it up so that we can debate this later. Fine. Thirty and a half bodies hitting the floor. Let's go. All right, all right, drowning pool. What do you What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Dana always finds Dana always finds a way to scream song lyrics. <laughs> Bring it back 2002 real quick. Um, mm-hmm. New say. metal coming at you. Yep. Um, let's see, thirty and a half. And the question was, does he take out kill. more or kill? Take out, yeah. Okay. Um, less. Under. I got gotcha. you. I, I I know my synonyms. All right, Dana. I am also going to go under, though I am not very confident in that. So last time I got in trouble by going with the flow. So this time, you know, <laughs> I know he definitely at least strongly maims a lot of people in this movie. And I'm going to take over. Ah, the spaz Ooh. approach. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go, go, well. go the opposite of the majority vote. Got it. It might work. It might. Oh, All right. Question number two. In the scene in which Kimmy, his daughter, is being taken, Brian Mills requests that she yell out as many distinguishing features as she can of her captor to help him identify who it is. So how many features does Kimmy yell before the phone is disconnected or she's out of range? Dang, that's specific. Seriously. Is Is it more or less than 3.5? I'm going to say over. I'm so sorry, Chris, because I'm also going to say over, but I I want you to know I'm not just piggybacking off you. No, no, no. I totally understand because I'm I'm trying to play it back in my head and I'm... I probably got it and wrong, then, 
I went against the grain last time, so I feel confident when I say over here, I'm not just doing this to mimic you two. So, over. <laughs> Three I feel like there's going to be a little bit of overlap seeing how there's only basically two options for an answer for the majority of these questions. So I think we're okay here. We'll see. Uh, unless he starts throwing out his multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> when he's in the car, what radio station does he put on? It's 88 points. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going there. So one of the highlight quotes from this movie is Brian Mills talking about his particular set of skills. How many times does Brian Mills mention his skills in this movie? So basically, how many times does he say the word skills? Is it more or less than 2.5? I am going to say under. I'm going to go with over on that. Specifically the word skills? Skills. Or is it him talking about skills? It's specifically the word skills. I'm going to go over then. All right. And Carrie? I can only remember it twice, but that doesn't mean that it isn't more than that. But I think I'm still going to stick with under. Right. I, I, I distinctly remember twice. Right. Right. Yeah. That half is going to save me this time. Bro. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> That's fine. It's been so long since I've seen this movie that right. these really specific ones are very hard. Mm-hmm. I believe he only mentions it in that one dialogue yeah. session on the phone. Yep, and that's why. I'm so if you remember too. the quote, yeah, yeah, if you can, mm-hmm. if you can really remember that quote, you'll know the answer. Let me just Google it real quick and let me react. No, don't, don't, don't stay off the Googles. It. See, no googling. I I could be wrong on this, but I feel like there is a conversation with his ex-wife and her husband where he's talking about his skills. I could be totally off, but when he actually contacts them at some point, I feel like he talks about it again. That's the only reason I'm going to go over mm-hmm. is because my gut is thinking that he might actually say it at that point. I think I don't that, know for sure, though. That time, I think he was talking about like skills with a Z as in mad skills. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't count. He was actually talking about uh, yeah, how, how, much, how many mad skills he's got while any games. See, Actually, I also get confused because I've seen more than one of these movies, so it's like, was it taken? Was it taken too? I don't know. <laughs> the Takener, yes. <laughs> I have to remember right. who it taken. Exactly. Right, exactly. Question number four. Is this just a yes or no? Do we hear the F-bomb? And granted, this is... So, some notes. This is a PG-13 movie. It's a very hard PG-13 movie that was often debated on whether or not it was going to go R or PG-13. But do we hear the F word at least one time? And Carrie, you're going to go first now because I'm not letting you go last on... Oh, that's fine. I welcome the challenge, Tim. Isn't there Uh, an uncut version of this movie, too? I'm going to say no. Ooh, there is. I'm on on Amazon. Thank you. Uh, Was it Marie who recommended this? Uh, The three-pack. The Taken Collection. (laughs) includes both the theatrical and unrated version of all three films and it's only it's a very affordable 2476 for blu-ray well there you go going to put that in my cart click (laughs) (laughs) dana so there's an unrated and a rated version of this movie yeah that changes things yeah i think we're talking about we're talking we're talking theatrical this is just the theatrical Mm -hmm. version i don't know but i'm of course you don't know. I made this game. No one knows any of the answers. Just me. <laughs> I, I'm going to just say yes, because if it was a questionable, should have possibly been a rated R movie, there's 
a possibility. So I'm just going to say yes. There's always a possibility. All right, Chris. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say yes also. I really hope, like, because I'm totally going to buy this three pack. <laughs> I, I think I have the DVD I've taken, but obviously if I'm going to watch this for the podcast, I might as well upgrade to Blu-ray. Uh, not that I don't know if it's really going to matter for a 2008 film, but regardless. I'm, I'm really interested to know if it's like, what is it, Die Hard 4, where they came out as PG-13, and it sucked. And if you watch the um, unrated version, it completely changes the game as far as like language and violence goes. Huh. Hmm. I'm going purely off memory here, so if someone's listening, it's like, no, I'm dead wrong. Could be dead wrong. But I just remember it going from, like, no F-bombs in Die Hard 4 to, like, just typical McLean original Die Hard when it's unrated. Hmm. I don't, I don't think I knew that. I don't yeah. think I did either. Add it to the list! Woo-hoo. Yeah, just, just not Die Hard 5, because I didn't even watch that. <sighs> one with Timothy Oliphant? That's Die Hard 4. Oh, okay. What's the fifth one? Fifth one, apparently, he finds out, or he has a son, or something. I don't know. It goes to Berlin, I think. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that movie existed. I think most people did, too. We did see that. We saw it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's like, I, I, like, po- I, I like how you framed it as a question. We saw it? I'm Ron <laughs> Burgundy? Like. Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. It's coming back to me. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know that was terrible. That. Yeah, I never. I love Die, the Die Hard series. I didn't even bother with the fifth one. All right, going down to the next question. How many times do we hear the phrase "good luck" in this movie? And it's three point five. Does that include him playing it back over and over? I hope so. It does. I n- remember it, at least three. I'm just you caught. You caught my little trick. Yep. Yeah. I knew exactly what Tim was doing with that one. Hmm. Over. Dana. I'm going over as well. Oh, I too will go over. All right. I, I ruined try. everything. No, it's all right. <laughs> Had to get clarity on it. I mean, it was an honest question. He doesn't technically say it that many times. This is a recording. Yeah. I was very specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. My new favorite question. Do we hear the Wilhelm scream in this movie? Yes or no? Dana, your turn to go first. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a hard no right there. That was like a disgusted no. Yeah, like I can't believe you asked that question. No. Was it, I can't believe you asked that question or no, I'm not going first? Oh, I don't know. What was it? You're going first, so it's yes or no. I don't know. There's an answer there. <laughs> I'm still going with no. So. Okay. <laughs> Carrie. I, I'm just so put off by Dana's decisive. <laughs> like, wow. You know, just to to go against it. I'm going to say yes, but I'm not 100% positive. And Chris? No. No, it is. All right. That brings us to our last question, which is question number seven, if anyone's keeping track. This one I only came up with because when I watched the trailer, it struck me. How many times is Brian Mills on the phone in this movie? <laughs> oh my god. Really? Um, this is one of those questions that I couldn't find the answer to anywhere online, so I, I have to keep track when I watch it. But when I watch the trailer, every scene he's on the phone. So <laughs> is, it, is it more or less than 10.5 times? What happens if the trailer was one strategically long cut of an initial scene chopped up multiple times and just one phone call? Uh, maybe it is. Who knows? Dun, but he's, dun, on that, dun. he's on that phone more than I've been on the phone this entire year. Maybe he just had a bunch of free minutes. 
It's international minutes. Gotta use them up. International. Right. Hey, this was 2008. Back then, that was a thing. You know, he had racked up a bunch of free minutes. Yeah, could have been. You said 10.5? 10.5. I'll just go first. I'm going to say it's over. All right, Carrie. Oh, God. Oh, I get so flustered. I'm so indecisive. Uh, I'm going to say under. All right, and Chris. I'm just going to keep copying Dana. Over. <laughs> I'm going to do really You just want to have a tiebreaker here. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the tiebreakers. That's when Tim's obscureness for movie facts really shines. It's true. Well, I'll tell you what. You guys will not tie because you are different on exactly one question. Oh, no. So unless there's some asterisk that Chris decides to call out and make some crap up. You know what, man? I'm tired of your shit, all right? I only brought it up one time, and that was with the Matrix. And that was, according to your Twitter poll, relatively close as far as split opinions. So. That's true. Well, if I've learned anything, half this world is wrong, so. Yeah, your side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. I don't think we're going to have a tie, but I said that before. Oh, well. We'll see. We'll see. All right, that takes us down to our nostalgia score. I'm I'm curious what everyone thinks this movie is going to be like. We, I think for the most part, we have some pretty fond memories of this movie. One of those not knowing what we're getting ourselves into when we go to watch it, but we're pleasantly surprised. Carrie, um, I'll have you go first. What's, what is your score for 2008 slash 2009's Taken? Okay, so being the new person, oh man, I feel I, I feel so indecisive about this too, but I'm going to spread out my scores. I feel like all of you guys, I've been listening this whole time, and everybody's like, oh, it's a seven, it's an eight all the time. It's like, okay, come on, guys. Um, so I'm going to spread them out, and I like this movie a lot, but nostalgia-wise, I'm going to put it at a five. Wow, you're just going hard in the paint from the get-go, aren't you? <laughs> I, I'm gonna put out my scores, you know. It's, it's just how it is. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I like how Carrie waits until she's part of the podcast before calling us on her shit. Right? <laughs> she's like, I've been listening to you guys, and you guys got like a huge hive mind with your scores. You guys are just generally the same, <laughs> and I hate it. So I'm gonna be different on this and just totally flatline it with a five <laughs> while recording. Nonetheless, not even like privately, just while mm-hmm. recording. Right. Exactly. I hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I got your five. Got your five uh, right here. <laughs> uh, Dana, how about you? I have given movies a five at this point, I believe. But I'm not going to do that for this one. Um, I'm actually, if I'm going purely off nostalgia and not thinking about how I think it's going to hold up, I'm going to actually go with a seven. There you are. Seven it is. Chris, how about you? Uh, my ranking, my nostalgia ranking for Taken. Ah, it's going to be once again close to Dana's. I'm going to put it at a 7.5. I remember really um, enjoying the movie for, for what it was. I also really like Luke Passan, so like You, you have to say it. To I don't know. It. While you guys were talking earlier, I muted myself, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't really wrong. So I Googled how you pronounce his name, and it is, I believe, pronounced not Luke Passan. It's like Besson. So, yeah. We, um, Asterix, we, we do not hold ourselves accountable for the pronunciation of people's names. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. It'll just be butchered. And mm-hmm. I can't even say my name. <laughs> <laughs> and you're French. I know, right? We uh, we oui, oui. 7.5, okay. <laughs> I took Spanish in high school, so there you go. <laughs> 
I feel like we took eight years of Spanish one. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was just one continuous Spanish one, and I don't recall anything uh, except asking, like, do you speak Spanish? And where <laughs> and where is the bathroom? <laughs> so that's, that's a big fair. one. I, I took French in high school, and uh, I enjoyed it, actually. I don't remember any of it, but I actually enjoyed it. I think the yeah. high point for me was just looking up all the dirty words in Spanish. <laughs> that's part of it, right? This checks right. out. Yeah. All right. So, Carrie with a 5, Dana with a 7, Chris with a 7.5. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out as a... Let me do the math. Make sure it checks out with IMDb. Uh, no, I'm going to... I'm going to say 6.5. I remember liking it. Uh, I feel like uh, over time, maybe Taken 2 and 3 really tainted my memory of this film. It's like one of those things where it's like, all right, we got it. And it was good. Just stop. Like the Matrix. Just stop. But sometimes, 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 though, trilogies and sequels are really good. Some Terminator 2, the Indiana Jones trilogy. There's not four. There's three. Um, You know, (laughs) things things like that. True. I mean, but see, um, once again, I have not seen Taken 2 or 3. And see, I've heard uh, the shout out that you had earlier. Marie, right? I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Marie. Maria. Maria, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maria. See, she loves it. So now it's in my shopping cart. Now you guys are saying it's tainted your view of take. So do I take it out of my cart now? Do I just buy the Blu-ray? What do I do here? Do I buy the 4K? Oh my God, what's going on? I'm very pressing <laughs> out over here, guys. I'm starting to talk really fast. I don't know what's going on. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Buy oh my God. it and then we'll tell you. Well, that's a terrible choice. That's my money's down there. <laughs> but at eight oh, okay. dollars a Blu-ray, it's a really good deal. I so okay. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. I I think Taken Two is fun. I, I yes. think it's it's an interesting approach to it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Obviously, if you're going to invest in it, I don't I don't remember Taken Three. I, I know vaguely I, do, but that's about it. Either way, I just I feel like they're just kind of running in circles. And then when they I mean they came out with a series that what one season. Did it even survive the end I'm of the not, season? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. So I don't know. Maybe maybe time has has taken it down a bit for me. But it's I remember really liking this movie. It's a great action film. Like I said, leaves you on the edge of your seat the whole time. It it doesn't really slow down. It's it's kind of one of those things where uh, you think as a as a parent, at what lengths would you go to to save your kid? Uh, I th- I, for myself, I go pretty far, but um, I don't have this particular set of skills, so I'd uh, I'd be dead. I'm useless. Like, oh my god. I would be completely useless in this case. Like, we need to develop skills, apparently. A certain set of skills. I developed the wrong set of skills. (laughs) What's what's, what's your superhero? Chart man? Is that what you are? Yep. Chart boy. Chart chart boy, chart boy, yeah. Get it right. Sorry. (laughs) I'm looking it up, too, like, as far as regarding the sequels and stuff, too. It looks like it was a different director for the first one and the same director for two and three. I don't know if that played a factor or not. Same writers for the most part. Yeah, that I don't know. Actually, could I'm, make a difference. Though. I'm just kind of like doing a little bit of a deep dive. It's interesting too because the same writers. It was Luke Basan and Robert Mark Kamen. I'm going to believe this is him, and they did all three. But it was Pierre Morel was the director for the first one, and then it was um, oh damn it, I'm going to butcher this. Oliver uh, Megaton Megaton as the second director for two and mm. three. But they've both done movies that I've enjoyed. I'm looking at his history and stuff. This is my rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like you, maybe it's it's time to do a deep dive of all of them. So if we got time, I'll I'll see. Cause it, it's just been forever, and I I kind of it just pushed them out of my memory bank, and just kind of stuck with the first Taken. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm just being unfair to the trilogy because Maria loves them. So 
Well, they got. I mean, they have decent reviews. I mean, it's a solid six for Taken Three, and then uh, on IMDb, and then hmm. Taken Two has a solid overall of a six point three, whereas Taken has a seven point eight. Obviously, that seems fairly accurate. They're they're not terrible, but that seems not, to be the normal the normal trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah, they gotta peter out, obviously. But like, cause it, how do you? I mean, it's very rare you get the, the Terminator Two treatment where the sequel is actually better than the original. Yeah, it's so. Very rarely happens, but um, I guess it's worth a shot. It's hey, Liam yeah. Neeson just being a badass. What do you? What else do you want? Come on. I mean, I'll, yeah, it's Liam Neeson. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. So that brings our average nostalgia at a six point five. Which let's see, what are we comparing here? A little bit less than Clueless. A little bit less than Girl Interrupted. Ooh, less than Conair. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, it's because Carrie came in with you know with the heat immediately, dropping that five. I really did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're totally going to reevaluate okay. our, our grading structure after we're done recording. Cause I, I can like go all... back and rescore the others for we, you. We, no, 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 that's, hey, it's okay. I don't need you touching a big trouble in little China, making it worse. All right. Thank you. So much. <laughs> two? I believe it's a two. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, you get that out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we don't need to go back and reevaluate all our scores or no, our no, own no. personal opinions and we can, can look at, like you look at my nostalgia and I don't have anything lower than a six. So right. I'm flying high in nostalgia land. I don't know if I gave anything worse than a five. I feel like one of them I did, but I can't recall what I'm saying as a teacher myself. Like you got to spread out those scores guys. Look, I, I like seven. It's a safe number. Okay. My nostalgia means everything to me. Don't take that away. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me, let me keep those happy memories. Okay. Thank you. Uh, that's why we're going to do this podcast and just butcher our childhood. Terrific. Why did I join? Yeah, well, what, have, what have you started? We were all happy here with our sixes and our sevens, and you came in here and was like, this is bullshit. Five. Coming in hot. Right? <laughs> You're flipping the tables on us here. We'll find something of Carrie's childhood to destroy. Oh, there's plenty. There's a lot. <laughs> you know how much I'm enthusiastic about uh, everything? So there's right? a lot there to be. You are? Yeah. <laughs> no. I've only known uh, you since fifth grade. No way. It's like 20 years of knowing. Oh my God, are we old? The fact that I'm enthusiastic about knowing you since fifth grade uh, says says a wonder. <laughs> there was a dip in your voice and it's totally understandable. All right. I'm not going to hold that against you. You've known Spaz, me, and Tim since like fifth grade, yep. sixth grade. Tim, when the hell did you join? Oh yeah, Tim was sixth grade. I was sixth. That's right. So yeah, fifth and sixth. Over 20 years ago. And then you discovered Dana in high school and life was never the same. We've never been the same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, we'll shut off. We'll, uh, we'll go enjoy this movie. Chris will watch all three. I'll, I'll debate it. We'll see. I got to make sure I don't don't own them first though. That's what I got to do before (laughs) I pull the trigger on this. That's right. So we'll check this movie out uh, have some fun and come back shortly and see how it all shakes out and see if our particular set of skills are what we remember them. And if Carrie's five or just right smack dab in the middle, non-committal, crappy nostalgia <laughs> score. Super neutral five. Yep. There we go. An enthusiastic five. Playing it safe <laughs> with the five. It's either good nor bad. It's just there. Oh, my God. Welcome to I the show, Carrie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks a lot, Carrie. You'd like the same score each week. Uh, because nostalgia's fun. Oh, right? it is. When I watch it again, then I give them the real score, you know, but I like my like, you like rose color. Fun yeah, I, I like my rose colored glasses where I'm like, hey, I remember this being enjoyable for the most part. I don't have any 60% memories. 60% enjoyable. 
Yeah. All right. Maybe it is. It's better than 50% enjoyable. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Don't you ruin well, it. <laughs> I love you guys. I really do. Uh, <laughs> but not Ryan Gosling. You do not love Ryan Gosling. Nope. I do not. I do not. But hey, just in case anyone's listening, we do love the fact that you send Ryan Gosling photos holding creatures up from nature to Carrie and Dana. All right? I remember this, Chris. This is going to be like your birthday all over again. We'll remember this. For when I'm busy doing, oh, my birthday when I was doing my master's thesis and you guys took a blowout of my face to the, all around, out, out for a night on the town. Yeah. You your own birthday party. I had to finish my master's. Uh-huh. So this, all right, this needs to be recorded. This needs to be said. So Chris was finishing his his master's thesis. My, my thesis, unquote. yeah. I had to go defend it in like a week or two. His his silly little thesis. And so we, we invited Chris out to celebrate his birthday. And he said, yeah, I'll think about it. No. But we were like, well, screw it. We're going to go out and celebrate anyway. So we printed out a picture of Chris's face. And <laughs> everywhere we went, we carried around this picture of Chris's face. It was, you know, a life-size picture of his awkward smile. And so we went, we, went, <laughs> we went out to dinner. We made sure we took pictures of him eating food, drinking drinks, chilling with the waitress, making the waitress feel really creepy, like normal in the baby kind of stuff. (laughs) The baby tuxedo, baby tuxedo, you know, the normal stuff. And um, there's nothing normal about that. But yeah, if anyone's listened to all of our episodes, this is quite normal. I guess so. Yeah, I was going to say it is normal for you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we took Chris out. for a night out on the town, even though he wasn't there. And uh, that's what he gets for paying more attention to his master's thesis than uh, his friends. Okay. So just uh, don't do it again. Joke's on you. I'm just going to go for my doctorate now. Ooh. That looks like we're going to take you on a spring break trip to somewhere. We're not, we're, not, we're not going on any type of trips right now. I don't feel like getting COVID. Thank you very much. Well, don't be planning your, shit. Your printout face is going to get COVID. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to our show. Uh, you can subscribe and rate us on all the usual places, but definitely follow us out on, on Twitter and Facebook so you can share your own nostalgia with us and share pictures of Ryan Gosling shirtless holding small Ugh. fawns. Some and small woodland creatures please. of some nature. Yeah. <laughs> please do not do this. Yes, please and do by, and please And by please not, she means please do. And send them in the no. just in the zip files, full compress, as many as you can find. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to be crying a lot coming up. <laughs> uh, and anyone that does, I'll give them bonus entries to our drawing. Hey! The <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, but <laughs> You're the worst. Absolutely uh, terrific. I, I think, I, I haven't done the math, but right now we have probably over 500 entries into that drawing. So um, so get your submissions in. After this episode airs, we will have the taken version of our over-under game posted on our website at oswpodcast.com. So that's the best way to get entries into our drawing. So get them in there. Share pictures of Ryan Gosling. Let's do this, guys. Fantastic. Thank you. And there's no spaz here, so that's good. No, uh, No awkward exit, so... Peace, I guess. Well, so much for no awkward exit. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Oh, oh boy. <laughs>